Hi, Rachel and Dave. My name is Maddie, and my question is about the Start to Grow journal and the goals that you're writing. When you're going through the steps of writing down, like, your biggest dreams and everything that's crazy that's going to lead to your 10 goals, I was just thinking, like, is it normal to share those with your partner? So... Would it be weird if my fiancé read them, if I wanted him to, and what if he didn't react the way that I wanted him to or thought they were crazy? I'm just wondering if you guys share with each other and with anyone else. Thanks. Well, first of all, Maddie, we love that you are using your journal and trying to figure out things, right? Good work, Maddie. And if y'all are wondering what Maddie's talking about, uh, we give the process away for free on episode 72 of the Rise podcast, if you want to find out about goal setting and all that fun stuff. it's This is really interesting, this question, because my the truth is we don't share it, but we wouldn't be afraid to. Yeah. The, I, I think we ask, you ask, the, the journal prompt asks to draw up a just an audacious vision of what your life can look like 10 years from now. And uh, when you've talked about it on stage or when you've talked about it in the podcast, you've said, like, write it in a way that if someone else were to see it, it scares you. It might yeah. scare you or be almost a little bit embarrassing for how audacious and big you've cast a vision because it's your vision. Like, yeah. it, like it, it's not supposed to be something necessarily that makes somebody else feel comfortable. Um, I guess my thing would be the bigger question is why do you want to tell your fiance? It reminds me of when a lot of first time authors are writing a book in the beginning and they keep wanting other people to read it and the reason they want other people to read it is because they want validation to keep going and so if it's sort of like hey baby like this is where I see myself this is where I see us these are my goals that's beautiful but if you on any level are sharing because you need him to approve permission or you need permission or you want his buy-in you're setting yourself up. It's like you said, like, what if he doesn't react the right way? And so for me, I keep my dreams very close to, is it close to my vest? Close to the chest? Close to the vest. Close to the vest because they're mine. And you guys, like, I do what I do. I have had massive success in my career. And there are definitely things right now in my Start Today journal that Dave would be like, what the heck? The, by the way, though, I mean, my having been made privy to some of your dreams over time have elicited my feeling like you were crazy or second guessing your sanity or like a whole host of things. But that was because I am one, just not wired the way that you are. I don't see the world through the lens of a visionary dreamer. I yeah, see the you, world through yeah. a pragmatic, how do you get to this place? And so... I I just operate in a little bit of a different way, but also some of the way that my mindset has historically been more fixed relative to yours, I haven't let myself even go to a place that lets me dream as big as like you do. So you coming to me for permission or like asking if it makes me feel comfortable to you have these dreams, 
um, it, it, it wouldn't serve you. Because it, it, I'm, I'm, one, I'm not you, but two, I'm not wired like you. And so my answers wouldn't in any way be of service to your pursuit of them or in any way affirm them. So it just, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I think like the, the biggest bottom line takeaway is your dreams are your dreams. And if you're looking for a world where someone is going to, in their understanding, give you the right to pursue them, then you're inevitably going to get in your, your way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, my name is Jessica, and this is for both Dave and Rachel. So um, I'm at a point where my husband and I don't have any kids, and I'm wondering if you have any advice as to how to make date day special, because to us right now, it is nothing different than just hanging out with my best friends, and I'm curious as to if you have any advice on to how to differentiate it between just hanging out. Uh, thank you very much, and I appreciate your podcast. Thank you for the question, Jessica. I'm going to explain it to Dave Hollis, who didn't understand what you were asking, because it's so far outside the realm of what we're used to. Jessica and her husband don't have kids. So she's saying, how do I spice up date night, date day? How do I spice it up? How do I make it funner? Whatever. Because uh, it just feels like every other day. It's almost like Jessica's rubbing it in. Honestly, Jessica, how She's dare like, you? every day is just like romantic and fun and, you know, no kids. So it doesn't... Um, I'm teasing you. I love this question. I love anybody that is working to constantly make their relationship better. My thing is just you do some stuff that you don't normally do. We even have to push ourselves out of this place where we can get absolutely stuck in the rut of doing the same thing. Like tonight's our date night. And because we're working later and I'm hungry, my gut is let's go down the street to the restaurant that we go to all the time because I want to get that salmon, right? It is good salmon. I know it. I, you know, it's all the things. But then I'm like, hey, the whole point of date night is to break up the monotony of what you always do. So challenge yourself to do something different. Uh, we had the popsicle thing we did that time. Remember that? We put down a whole bunch of what might be fun, adventure-ish, like outdoor activity kind of dates. We then, on the day of date night, reached into the old jar of popsicle sticks, pulled one out. And that was the thing that you we did. You had to do it. You didn't get it. Like, this is what we're doing. Let's hope the gods are with us. Pull yeah. it out. And here it is. And we did like, we played golf. We went bowling. Yeah. We did, And I think that's actually a good point, too. If there's an activity associated with the date, it's way more fun. Because then it's not just like you looking at each other over some chips and guacamole and having conversation. It's like, we're trying to work together to... Get out of this panic room and, <laughs> you know, we definitely have not ever done a date at a panic room. But it, we, it would be cool if we did. Yes. Um, we did. It. We went through a season where, just to mix it up, we had each of us take the responsibility of planning the date. So, all right, this week, Dave, you're the one that's planning it. Next week, Rachel, you're the one that's planning it. And we just go back and forth. And that way, 
at least there was for the partner who wasn't planning it something in the surprise of oh this is what you're up to yeah and for the person who was planning there was a little bit of like the joy of getting to reveal the thing that was planned it wasn't elaborate it was just hey i spent more than 10 minutes thinking about what we should actually do tonight so I, I think there are there are definitely ways if it's that you normally are sitting inside to get outside, if you're normally sedentary to get out and be active, if you're normally going to the same spot to mix it up or just forcing yourself to take turns picking, there's ways to mix it up. Also, I don't know if you are going through life and you're not going to have kids, but if you are planning to have kids, live your life right now. Soak it in. Live it up kids are amazing take the naps there are no naps travel see the world the thing is even if you get a sitter even if like grandma comes to town and you get to go on a vacation and you even then in the back of your mind there is a person who you want to make sure they're alive of course right like my best friends in the world i'm not in my day going i hope beans is alive like i hope right (laughs) You don't do that with other family members. You don't do that with your parents. You do that with your kids. Are the kids okay? Are they scared? Are they hungry? Are they this? Are they that? Did Lolly forget, you know, to let them in at night with the dog? Like, did, did what, they eat at Whataburger they, four times who today already? Knows, who right? Knows? You worry. And that's something you're going to have with you, I assume, for the rest of your life as a, as an, as a parent, you're going to worry about your kids. And, and, so many young couples who who want children, and I don't take away for one second from anyone who's trying or waiting for adoption or in that process, and I know that it's long, but with the intention of looking for the good in this season, enjoy the season. I think that we as humans tend to reach so much for what we want next that we don't appreciate where we are now. And taking the time to sit in this season and really enjoy where you are right now and go to a panic room. If you don't have a panic room like in your town, you're wondering I mean, what, what I'm is talking a panic about room? right now. I will say too, one, like, isn't it called a pa- escape room? It's an escape it's room. Not a a panic, panic room is where Jodie Foster Jody goes. Jodie Foster yeah. and Kristen Stewart. Oh, a young Kristen pre Twilight. Yes, sir. Uh, One thing, too, this is like a small rounding bit, but if on the day of the date you decide to start the date in the morning, as in you're writing notes back and forth to each other, you're proclaiming your excitement for the date, you're you're just like almost priming yourself for the experience of this thing that will differentiate it and the entire day from any other normal day. Um, It'll just change the way that you're seeing the entire experience and the way that you're experiencing the day. I would also say if you are a man and you are in a relationship with a woman and you would like the date to end with good times. Are you talking about sex? (gasps) This podcast has previously used the word. I know. I just – I sometimes get nervous that like moms listen in the car with their kids. But you should know better. No one should be. Um, If that's your hope – Start in the morning. Start in the morning. Yep. Start in the morning. Not like pulling their pants down in the morning. Oh my, inappropriate. Totally inappropriate. Inappropriate. I am saying like foreplay truly begins 12 hours Kiss before. Kiss her neck. There tell her she's beautiful all day long. You, Because women or most women that I know have to be there in their head before they can be there in their body. 
And so, you know, like you could, I could be turned on. We're taking this conversation a whole other place. I could be turned on, but if you have done something that frustrates me or hurts my feelings or whatever, 0% chance. I want to just acknowledge real quick before we transition to the next point that you look fantastic today. <laughs> These boots are working. They're made for walking. And I am very, very inspired by you and attracted to you. Because it's date night. That is correct. <laughs> okay, this is so not important with all the questions that I know you two wonderful humans are seeing. But we really need to know, where does Noah's Bob voice come from? Who is Bob? Inquiring minds need to know. She's the most adorable thing ever. Happy God today. Thanks, bye. What a sweet question. Now we're getting to the hard-hitting stuff. Hard-hitting I news. dig this, and here's the answer. This child's a monster. No, you yep. keep... She doesn't... There's no one. Like, if you think there's, like, an Uncle Bob, there's not. There is no inspiration she for it. She just started talking like that one day. I don't... We don't know where it came from. Not only did she just start talking like that one day, when I asked her, who's that, she proclaimed that she Stop. was Bob. Stop. Now, how many Bobs is Noah Hollis rolling around town with? Well, you have a grandpa in heaven named Bob, and I have an uncle in heaven named Bob. Like if they've Do, come back to visit maybe Noah? Maybe they're her guardian angels. Okay. But neither one of them, to my knowledge, talk like this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we don't even know. This child is so uniquely herself. She totally is. She just made it up, and she made up the name, and it stuck, and... You know, like with most kids, they do something and you laugh so hard and then they're like, oh, I got a bit now. Oh, she like she is very much Pavlov's dog. Like, oh, how do we get that? How do you get me to laugh? OK, I'll just do that I'll over do and voice. over and over. She loves it. Don't know where it came from. Yeah. But uh, hopefully it's here forever. Can you imagine if, you know, she's like 22, still doing Bob voice? That's going to be the thing. <laughs> That you know how we all have something we did as a kid. Like your family always talks about the fact that like you went off to your room and you were like by yourself. Yeah. Like where's David in these photos? Like your family asked that ten billion times because Dave was like a loner and didn't want to hang out with his siblings. And my thing is, um, I think I could still do it, but it might give me a headache. I did this thing when I was little where I could make my whole body shake. Did you oh, see that? Oh, I did see that. I think I gave that. myself a headache. Are you I just okay? pushed tension through my entire body. I feel like a blood pressure just rose. I think I popped a blood vessel. Don't. But when I'm with my Mima and Papa, God bless them, they're in their 80s, and they will be like, you remember when you used to make your whole body shake? Then like, does Papa do his Daffy Duck impression? He does. <laughs> He does. he does. Why does he think that's so? No, it's like a. I can't do I, it. I can't. No one can do it. But he thinks that that is something special. You know what's going to be great about season twenty of Tea Time with Noah? Her, I, her doing Bob voice at twenty-two years old. I have this dream that you're still doing Tea Time with Noah when she's like. 11 but you guys are like at a starbucks like she's elevated to like hot chocolate she has signed a 10 year <laughs> output deal it's so unbelievable so she's oh she's signed gosh. up she's good for it i don't know that she understood the contractual obligation of what she was signing but she's there hi rachel and dave this is rachel um from missouri i'm calling because i have a question for the both of you uh, my husband and I uh, recently ran our first 10K together, and we started training. Um, and our running is a little bit different from each other. I'm five foot one, and he's five foot ten. And I think body-wise, it's just kind of how everything is 
set up between the two of us, we run a little differently. So I wanted to ask you all how you train together or if you train together. I follow Dave on social media, and I see when he posts runs, and sometimes you're with him, and sometimes you're farther behind or Anyway, um, I was just curious. I, I worry that my husband is slowing himself down to keep up with me, which is very sweet. But I want to make sure that we're both achieving um, as much as we can. So I'm just curious what apps you use. Um, if you do run together, how you make that work. And anyway, I just kind of want to know your running journey and, and how you kind of go through that. We plan to do a half marathon pretty soon, so I want to make sure we're both able to do that thank you rachel from missouri rachel from missouri i love this question i do too we do not run at the same pace naturally dave's six four i'm five two he runs much faster than i do and when we run together it's a very intentional choice absolutely to stay at the same pace so i will run a little bit faster to keep up with him he will definitely slow himself down to be with me and not just, I would say, leg length makes us slower or faster, but I I don't like to run fast. It you, you, stresses you, you, me you out. You start slower. I do, and I speed up. And you speed up. And you start fast, and you slow down. Uh, I, I've, I've become a Actually, human you, who just... Actually, yeah, you've I, worked hard to I, get to I get to a place now. I, I get to a place now where I'm, I'm staying pretty constant. Uh, you asked about the apps. I'm going to just tell you real quick. These are not an ad, but like for me, I track my distance through something called Runtastic by Adidas, and I play my uh, my music. People are like, "What's your What's your playlist?" I actually use a pacing app, not an ad. It's called Spring, and you pick the genre of music and the speed that you want to run at, and it puts music from that genre to like the, real music like real music like beyonce like any music oh. yep beats per minute to that pace so when i go out and i decide i'm gonna run a you know 10 minute mile for whatever 10 miles 12 miles 15 miles i just hit the 10 minute mile button and it picks music that has the pace that my right foot left foot right foot left foot oh, has to I hit try that sometime. and it's man it's one like i get lost in the run yeah because i'm just so like it's 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 like almost like a pendulum swinging um it keeps me it keeps me on pace we have um like we are working towards similar running goals so we are usually trying to run the same distances Distance. during the course of a week but a lot of times just because of schedule because of kids because of everything we run at different times and also just honestly because of pace like i don't i actually don't like to run together when it's a long distance if we were just doing four miles or something who cares but if we've got to do 15 it kind of stresses me out to run with another person because i feel like i might need to slow down in order to make it the distance without stopping but i feel my own internal pressure to keep up to someone else's pace it's not just you it would literally be anyone yeah. so i actually if it's a if it's a significant distance and by the way a significant distance for someone listening could be a mile because you haven't run that long before i actually prefer that alone like i was thinking this so we're running the austin marathon for dave's birthday but i actually think we should start together and then just like I agree. peter out because I agree. It's the interesting thing is long distance running is to me. I mean, I you guess against the road. It's you against the road. It's yeah. you against yourself. It's you against your own head. Yeah. 
there is nothing around me that is made stronger by running with another person. I like the energy of running in a race because it's a bunch of strangers. But if it's like you're – I even remember we did the half and we invited Trent. Our friend Trent Shelton ran it with us, and he always jokes about this. But I feel a sense of responsibility for the other people around me. Like he – he. this is so Trent. Bless him. Also, he has a great podcast called Straight Up with Trent Shelton, which is part of our podcast network, and y'all should go subscribe. But um, he didn't train. And so he's like, yeah, I want to run a half marathon. And they just showed up. And by the way, he did because he's a beast. But he was struggling. And so I felt – I was like, oh, come on. You got this, brother, whatever. And he was like, stop talking to me because he did not want yeah. the motivation. He was like – and he was telling me, like, Rachel, go. Like, uh, the thing is, I was, running, worse that you're I was running with you guys at the beginning. And then I was struggling to, to like, stay at the slower pace yeah. because it was kind of throwing me off. So I ran ahead. And then – Honestly, I felt guilty about it. I, yeah. Like I slowed down, I looked back, I stopped at one point, and then I was just like, you know what? I got to run I my race. Go. Yeah, it'll be interesting running the full marathon because people know that we're running it. It's in Austin, which is our hometown. I am very hopeful. I'm going to say this right now. I'm just like going to hope that people are respectful of how hard it is to run a full marathon. It doesn't matter how much you train; it's freaking hard to run a full marathon. Yeah. And when we did the half in Waco, I must have taken 500 selfies. And I felt oh, I was so, so energized by it. I was running for mayor of Waco. Great. A full marathon I'm not, is I, I, very I agree. different. I don't know. I agree. And if I'm, not... I'm on mile 18 and I'm like about to die and someone asks, and guys, like while you're running, they run up to you and they're just like, ah, I, like, listen here. I am before <laughs> the race, all the pictures. After the race, I will take 10 million photos, but it will Oh, my gosh. Please, oh, brother, just let me finish because that would stress me out. Yeah. Because then in my head I go, like, people, they're they're watching you. The it's training, different. The training when... run this last week was 18 miles, and it was hard. And what I realized is how mental finishing is going to be mm-hmm. because the the 15-mile run – crushed 16 fine 17 was harder but there was something about hitting that 18 18 so and hard. this weekend uh, I, i'm running 20 i'm doing 15 um you might ask david because mm. he was talking about he gave me specifically what i'm supposed to do for the oh. next weekends but you might be different david's our trainer by the way um just because his thing was you want to get to 20 but you want to get to 20 like 10 days out oh oh wait you want to get to 22 10 days out yeah. so just check with him he was very specific with me about what to do every week i'll from check now until then. he's wanting me to run a half marathon with him on sunday morning like an actual put a bib on half marathon cool but i'm gonna go that's gonna be perfect then because i'm gonna go do my 15 by myself okay well then so maybe. that's your answer rachel from missouri is we absolutely run together but when we run together it is like a date almost we're intentionally running beside each other we're pointing things out we're chatting whatever it's like time to be together but if we're really running for distance or we're running for exercise that's a solo mission especially if you're running at different paces totally agree Hey guys, we love answering questions from you. We love when you call into the hotline. So we want to make sure you keep those questions coming. If you have a question, we want to hear it. So call in 737-400-HOCO. That's 737-400 and whatever numbers spell HOCO. 
spell H-O-C-O.